Yo, I'm Fun. This is Alan Ev. Enjoy. Alrighty. Good day for a podcast. It's actually not a good day for a podcast. I'm sitting in my car again and it's so grey outside. So like down buzz. Each morning I wake up and it's a good day and I'll get all excited and then it goes stormy again. I don't mind when it's stormy, but it's it's just gloomy and overcast. Um, anyways, that's not what you're here for. <clears throat> um, yeah, so last, not last week, uh, a few weeks ago I did a bit of a show um, from the talking business side of things um, in terms of myself and my background and sort of like a little bit of a quick quick background story on who I am in terms of the business side of things and, and um, just wanted to do a quick one of those with sports. Um, obviously a, a good place to start, uh, if you haven't listened to the show before, um, Alan Ev, just a bit of fun, talking business, talking sports. Um, my name's Finn Barnett, welcome back or, or welcome to the show. Um, just doing it for a bit of fun and... Um, yeah, just something to look back on, I guess, and learn from. Another thing to learn from. Um, but yeah, uh, probably good good place to start before you watch this. If you if you haven't listened, watch. If you haven't listened to my introduction podcast, um, just the first one there. I think it says the episode uh, show trailer or whatever. Go give that a listen and then come back to this. But um, without further ado, let's get into it. My um, my childhood was like full of sports and play and and outside. I was lucky enough to live on like a like a little lifestyle block, so I'd just go. I'd constantly be going outside and playing, um, just playing outside, climbing trees, uh, going down to the pond and swimming and all of that. Um, heaps of good times, and I didn't like it as much when I was home alone. But um, not not I didn't get left home alone. But you know, like. Um, when I was just by myself, like, compared to when I had friends over. When I had friends over, it was so much fun, and we'd go on all these adventures and stuff, and, um, yeah, developed quite, like, I, I low-key reckon, well, I know for a fact, but I just feel like I developed a lot of my skills, and, um, just, like, the little niggly things, you know, like, um, it's just real good physical development, like, playing outside and, and doing all of that as a kid, so, um, definitely a big part of, sort of who I am as a person was my upbringing, my childhood, where I was brought up. Um, in terms of sports, I played, like, quite a few sports, eh? Like, I played I played rugby, I never played soccer, um, but I played, like, tennis, touch. I did some ice skating for a bit. I did some taekwondo. I remember I had, like, the um, the best high kick or something in the dojo, better than all the, all the brown belts, but I sucked at everything else. Um... It was just because I was real flexible and could just jump high, little like ten year old me. Um, yeah, so I played like a lot of sports and um, school that I went to, um, Karaka School, as a child was probably the best school I could have ever asked to have gone to. Um, I had some great friends there, made some great friends there. Sorry, um, and I'm still friends with uh, most of the people that I went to school with there now. And that's 15, 10, 15 years later. So it just shows the quality of the of the people that go there. Um, but yeah, like before school, 
morning tea, lunchtime, after school, we would just be playing outside, playing sports or playing games, playing manhunt or, or touch. Um, some of my favourite touch highlights were on the top flat at Karaka School, believe it or not. Um, yeah, I look back on it fondly. So definitely a big part of me, um, who I am as an athlete today and my my background or any athletic ability of sorts that I have. Um, I mean, obviously genes comes down to a part. Um, definitely my development and my childhood played a massive part in, in who I am today. Um, I, you probably know by now if you've listened to a few shows or if you know me personally or know of me, um, I'm a bit of a touch player. Um, it's, my, it's my main sport. Um, that's what I devote all my, my time and energy to. When I talk about sport, I train, I train for touch. Um, I love to play touch. It's a great da- game. Um, I love the social side of it. It's good fun playing with your mates on a Friday night. That's actually how I stay connected with a lot of the people from um, Karaka. Um, a lot of us still go down to the club on a Friday night in the summer and, and play a few games and have a few beers afterwards. Um, as you do, it's a great way to stay in touch and, and make connections and, and keep them as well. Um, most of the friends I have today, actually, I've made through playing touch. and It's just a great game. Um, it's awesome. Beautiful, beautiful game. Um, and and that being said, I also love the competitive side of it. So um, I'm pretty into it, and I like playing it at a high level and challenging myself and playing against the best and with the best. And and that's how I reckon I learn, and and um, and that's how I reckon I've developed well is is from putting myself in the challenging situations and um, repetitively just doing that and learning from them. Um, and to me, I think that's probably the best or the only way that you get better. Um, it's one thing to, like there's a whole lot of elements into it, but for example, you wouldn't just, you can't just go to the gym all year and then expect to be good at touch, or you can't just go for runs all year and be good at touch. You might be um, stronger as a result of going to the gym or or more aerobically fit with your cardiovascular system as a result of running all year, but um, if you're not playing touch, you're not, you're not touch-specific training, um, you're not going to be as good a touch player as, as if you're actually playing touch putting yourself in hard situations and um, learning from them. That being said, though, um, I mean, obviously, if you're a touch player, don't take that as me saying don't train because I I train like crazy for touch. Um, just saying, like, in terms of the development for myself and, and how I've got good at touch, obviously the fitness has been part of it, obviously the coaching, um, obviously uh, there's a bit of everything, but... In my opinion, um, I've developed really well because of the situations I've been in repetitively. So it just comes with experience, really. Um, while we're at it, I'd just like to shout out, like a quick quick shout out to the Touch Project podcast run by my mate, um, Pat, Pat Spellman. Um, it's a really cool podcast if you're into sports, if you're into touch especially. Uh, he's been getting some really good people on there from both Aussie and New Zealand, um, He's got people like Mitts on. He's got uh, Chaddy, uh, the old coach from Australia. Um, I think he's getting on on coach Rahul. Um, Jordan Marshall King, Tony, the manager Tony. He's got on Shaka. He's got on heaps of people. And, um, um, yeah, good listen. And I've been fortunate enough that that Pat thought I was worth talking to. So I've been on there as well. So um, just if you want a, a better take on my touch background, that's probably presented better than this. Um, Go ahead and um, I'll put it in the description, but 
go on and listen to the Touch Project podcast. I'll put the put the link to my um, episode uh, in the show notes below. <clears throat> but yeah, in terms of my my background, in terms of touch, obviously I've gone over a little bit of my childhood and and some sports I used to play. Um, or actually, even before that, just touching back on those sports as a kid. Um, I've learned a lot of things through sports and team sports especially and things like I couldn't even begin to list like you just get so much out of team sports in terms of um, you know learning to work with others and a sense of commitment a sense of a team um, a sense of reliability you learn a lot of obviously motor skills and, and you adapt physically a lot better and develop a lot better from from doing sports at a young age consistently um but I remember the rugby team I was in. Uh, we stuck together the whole way through, and, um, and I think just on teams, like just a quick note, I think uh, you can have great players, but if you're not a great team and you're not connected well, um, I don't think you have the potential to do as well as you could as if you were. So our team, um, as I say, we were young as we were five or six years old, and we stuck together as a team right up until we were twelve or thirteen. <coughs> And and it showed. We we got the win in our final, in our last game ever, our final game um, against Rewa. Hard fought game, nineteen twelve. I still remember. Maybe it was nineteen seven. Um, and um, such a fond memory of us of us winning because it was it was seven years coming to an end, and um, we put it all on show. Um, and and some of my best memories from sport are from that team. And just team sports in general, I, I love them. Can't be actually enough. So yeah, touch. Um, just want to, as I say, it's just giving you a bit of background on me as a person. Um, the whole idea behind this and the, and the business background is so that um, I do eventually want to do a Q&A on the podcast. And I honestly don't even know if this is going to go anywhere, this podcast. Like if this will take off or I'm not really expecting it to, but... Just a just a bit of fun for me to do that I started up in lockdown, um, but yeah, eventually I'll do a Q and A. But the idea of this and the business one is just so that you get to know me a little bit better if you don't already. So um, touch, I started playing touch obviously with that rugby team I mentioned and played on a Friday night um, all through my childhood. Got a few championships down at the local rugby club that I'm pretty proud of. Um, and then started playing properly, sort of when I got to high school. Um, played in the summer and played rugby in the winter. And then when I was fifteen, I think, um, me and my mate Nats made the prems team at school when we were year ten. Um, Kaya was in there too, a guy named Kaya. Um, he was the he was the golden boy at school. Um, so naturally he was in there. But but me and me and Nats made the um, the team and. Our coach, Leanne Walker, Mrs. Walker, bless her, she is amazing. Um, Ex-Olympian and got three kids that are tearing it up in the basketball scene and can't speak highly enough of her, but um, God, I hated her at the time because she made us trial. I didn't hate it, but like, oh, it's just, I did not want to trial at all. And um, she made me and Nats go and trial for all the Waikato uh, under-15s. Nats had to trial for the 17s because he was slightly older. Um, and I turned up for the trials not knowing anyone 
I was so scared. Uh, Nats was in his element, the little little Māori boy, and had all his friends there. So he went off and shook hands to every single person on the field, and <laughs> I knew no one. And I remember I'd been so nervous, and there was this girl, Ashley, from, from back at school, and she said to me, um, just talk. Just use your voice and talk really loud, bark it up, even if you don't know what you're saying, and just give it your best, and you'll fit, you'll be fine. So I went in, I was really nervous, didn't know anyone there, but I just, I talked and I talked and I talked and um, I was pretty fit as well, so I uh, made the squad and, and went along to the trainings, had a few trainings and luckily enough for me there was fitness there so I got to show off um, and as I say, I'm nowhere near as fit as I was there now, <laughs> uh, hate to admit it to myself, but running wise in terms of some tests and stuff. I probably peaked back in high school. Coach, if you're listening to this, I promise, I promise, I, I'm I'm just joking. But <laughs> um, yeah, I got to got to show myself in the fitness, and um, we we were going home after the last uh, training or trial training before the team, the final team of sixteen got named. And I remember asking coach like, "Oh, let me know as soon as you can, because I'll have to organise to come back down on Wednesday." because um, it was school holidays and I live up in Auckland so mum and dad would have had to bring me back down and he said no problems mate um, yeah I'll let you know but see you Wednesday and it was so cool for me to make that first team and we ended up coming fourth that year I think oh third we came third um, and yeah it was cool made a lot of friends that year and I still play with some of them now um and, and as I say, I've made some really good friendships and, and brotherhoods through touch. Um, and that was only my first team. And, and from there, I went into the under-17s with uh, Gavin Downs. Um, got to play with some of the best players in New Zealand at the moment and, and got to come up with them over, over three or four years. Um, people like E4 and, and Likes and Sean C. Tyler, uh, all of them. I know for a fact I've missed out some people and they'll get cut, but that's just the first few names that, that come to the top of mind when I think about that team. Um, title, if I don't say them already. But, um, yeah, and, and that was cool. We won a few titles and um, and then sort of sort of my second year of 17, so my third year of touch, I got picked up by, um, by Mitz. And uh, Mitz... Mitter Graham is the captain of the New Zealand Open men's and, and he lives, he's a Hamilton boys teacher. Uh, you'll see him on the sideline every every secondary is trying to guide guide the school to another gold and they've already got too many. But um, selfish bar, selfish bastards. But but uh, good on them. They're, they're a powerhouse school. Um, but anyways, as I say, he um he he's the face of NZ Touch and luckily for me he um, found out about me and found out who I was and. Um, he pretty much brought me into the Waikato Open men's squad and brought me up from there and helped me develop and, and him and Eugene Heppe did a great job of sort of shaping me and um, helping me transition from the boys to the men's and I think that is such a big big step up um, in the game is going from the juniors and the, and the little secondary schools to where you do well and think you're the man to going to men's where if you're one step out of place you're, you're screwed. You you don't have any um any way of recovering. You're fucked, pretty much. Um, and yeah, it was a hard transition. And I remember my first season, I was trash. I, I barely played, but um, but I learned a lot. And 
um, ever since then, just been pretty much jamming with them. Uh, won a few titles over the last few years and, and lost a few titles. Um, only been in finals for Open Men's, which um, is is pretty cool to have. But likewise, as as bad as it sounds me saying this, I don't know what it's like to finish outside of a podium. And I don't know what it's like not to be in a final um, bar one year. So um, I think that's probably a reason that I'm so competitive and I've got such a big drive to win. Because, um, you know, if we go back to that... Um, the story of of the rugby team as a kid I mean we lost those last three years we lost twice and I remember both the games we lost to Rewa once and the selector was there at, at Rewa's home ground and we lost to Pookie once 12-10 um, our kicker missed a kick and we didn't score a try after that um, touch you know we didn't make the finals in that very first year and I remember all the boys cried so I cried too and I just thought that was normal um, and so so yeah, it's definitely a big driver. Um, I play to win, especially like competitive touch. I pl- I play hard and I play to win. Um, play for keeps. Shout out Connor, um, and FK. But um, yeah, I give it a hundred. Um, and and yes, I've been I've been doing that for the last four years. Um, touch in the last few years has started to really develop. I was lucky enough to uh, get brought into the Warriors. Um, the Warriors men's touch team last year and play the debut game and then um, got a few tries, four tries um, on debut and um, we won the game 8-7 I think against the Roosters so uh, played well enough to get myself into the actual team and um, got to go to Aussie a few times last year, that was really cool really cool experience with the boys and um, and yeah then there's also been the PTL that um, PTL was started uh, last year, Premier Touch League, as sort of a super rugby, I guess. So nationals, open nationals for touch is, is provincial stuff. Um, Auckland, Canterbury, Wellington, that sort of stuff. And then PTL was designed to make super teams, four super teams out of the whole. Um, so, there was, so there was Metro, which was Auckland, there was Counties, which was Counties Monaco, um, Barbarians, which was the Lower North Island, and Tiwaiponamu, which was the South Island. And yeah, was pretty lucky enough to get into the Metro team and again um, play with them and got to co-captain that with Sean Law and, and Dan Nickel on one of the occasions as well. Um, and we just went down to the Barbars, the Barbarians, and a drop-off in the final. Um, so yeah, I've been lucky enough to play provincial, been lucky enough to play sort of that next level up and um, was also really lucky to to have played for my country and I've actually got a, if you're getting bored by the way, I've got a cool story coming up about right before my NZ trial um, and I appreciate you listening on to this point as well, just by the way. Uh, if you're liking it, feel free to follow and, and subscribe or whatever. I don't know if you're on Spotify or, or Apple Podcasts, but yeah, if you're liking it bro or, or ma'am, madam, uh, feel free to, to follow um, follow along the way follow along the journey chair um, yeah as I say I remember my first trial camp I really wanted to play in Zeds um, finally got a trial I think it was my second year of 17s um, and there wasn't a team to make it which is a development camp but um, 
I was working so hard for it and I was so excited for it. And I remember I was playing basketball with my niece and my nephew the day before the trial. It was a Thursday afternoon. And my little niece was being annoying. I was getting annoyed with her. So she went to take a shot and I just straight jumped up and swatted it. Um, and, and I fell down and um, happened to be wearing Crocs. Beige, ugliest Crocs. And I fell... And I, like, inverted my ankle, like, badly. And I tore the anterior and the calcaneo ligaments in my ankle, so the front and the side of my ankle, and I heavily strained the one at the back. And I just tell people that I injured my ankle pretty heavily, but, yeah, I ruptured two of the ligaments and um, almost ruptured the third at the back. So it was pretty serious. Um, I went to a to a doctor, a chiropractor, an A and E, and I was like, I was crying so much. Like everything I'd worked for, I finally had a chance at getting into the NZ scene, and and it all it was all coming down around me. Um, and I was like, no, I'm still going to camp. I'm still going to camp. Um, and all the doctors and stuff were like, oh, you know, like. You're stupid if you play on this, like, don't play on it. And it wasn't like a don't play on it, but, like, if you do, it'll be all good. It was like a don't play on it. You could, like, seriously damage your thing and have to have an operation and um, all of that. Um, me being reckless and, and caring quite a lot, I... Um, I'm just going to actually open that door. But, yeah, anyways, I didn't care pretty much. I'd worked so hard for the team, so I showed up to trials, and I went straight to the physio, and I said, what can you do? And she said, Jesus, you're not playing, are you? I said, yeah. I worked way too hard to not do anything. And Jess was her name. Uh, great physio. And she strapped it so heavy, and basically, like, before each session, I would just go and have Panadols, and then I would go to her for Nurofen every now and again. And I told them, I was like, look, like, I've, I've hurt my ankle. Um, obviously, it's not an excuse. Um, and I'm, and I'm going to try my best, but just thought I should let you know. And ended up, I think, um, doing doing good enough that weekend to make a name for myself and eventually got invited back when it came to the under-18s trials for the Youth World Cup in 2018. Um Ended up making the team and getting to travel, and that was really cool. Um, perhaps a story for another time at the Youth World Cup, uh, captaining that and, and having having a good time over there. Uh, from there, uh, managed to land myself a trial somehow. I got back, um, and I was just chilling for ages for a week or so, and, and had the Sydney Half Marathon that I was going to whip out the back bat and... Um, whip off the bat in a couple couple weeks after that with no training and then happened to just get an email inviting me to the touch plates camp and yeah I took the opportunity and showed up and, and thought what the hell the worst I can do is learn from the best people in New Zealand so I did just that with that mindset and went all in um, hungry attitude not necessarily to try and make the squad but just to learn and just to play hard and make a good name for myself with the Opens players and um, the Opens coach um I still remember when coach called me and told me I made the squad. Um, very happy, sitting sitting on my girlfriend's bed, and he and he called me up and um, 
said, look, mate, you're in the squad. And I just remember um, being so happy. And I, I I was pretty happy, but tried to play it a little bit cool. And I hung up the phone. I did a full-on lap around the student village I was staying at, just screaming, like, let's go. I'm in the Touch Black squad. I made it. I made it. And, like, yeah, like, I, I didn't end up making the team. And... Um, uh, sort of didn't expect to because last year you know that was stacked with talent and I I don't believe there was a spot there for me and if I'd been given a spot uh, I mean it would have t- I would have taken it but I probably would have been like well <laughs> are you all good coach why are you not taking this person because he's 10 times better than me um, but yeah so it, it was a really cool experience training with them and developing and I've learned so much from playing with them and getting to know those boys as well um over the last sort of year or two which has been really cool um and that sort of brings us to where we are today um story not done yet um i hope to be in the game for another 10-15 years i want to be the best there is um i want to be a household name for touch and um yeah I guess I just want to leave a leave a lasting legacy and do the best I I can and be the best I can be and have a lot of fun as well while I'm doing it. Um, I think touch touch as a game is growing and I think um, I think there's a lot of potential for touch in the next five to ten years really pop off and wouldn't be surprised if um, if it made its way into the Commonwealth Games and and if it started having money for athletes in the near future. So. Yeah, stay tuned, I guess. Um, yeah, as I say, just a bit of a background on me and, and a few stories and, and a bit of a quick timeline of of myself from me as a kid to where I am now. Um, just by the way, it started raining and I'm, I'm in my car outside again. Too nervous to record this in the house, so, so that's why there might be a bit of um, splattering in the background. Um, but yeah, just a quick overview of me, and um, if you've made it this hard, this far, I just want to thank you for listening again. Um, again, I'm pretty lost with this podcast thing, just having a bit of a jam. Um, I didn't actually intend to be doing all of these episodes by myself. I um, I wanted to be getting people on the show, but with COVID and the lockdown, I haven't been able to do so, so I'm, I'm improvising a little bit. Um, but yeah, once again, a great great potty to listen to right after this if you're in the zone or if you're wanting one is the touch project podcast i'll link it in the description Um, and i'm gonna have to go and cut this because it is starting to absolutely pour have a good one team thank you so much for listening and make sure you tune in for the next one i promise it'll be better than this cheer Thank you so much for listening to another episode of LNA with me, the host Finn Barnett, and uh, it, whether it was me or just uh, another guest that was on there as well, go check them out if there was a guest on here. Um, if you want some more LNA, go to lnav.com. That's the hub for everything that you need. Um, all the Instagram, the social media, the YouTube, the extra stuff, the recommendations, the newsletters, the everything, all the value adds, it's all at lnav.com. So that's the best bang for buck. If you're an Instagram kind of guy or gal or whatever, uh, check us out at lnav podcast uh, that's our handle for instagram tiktok um, and i think just about everything else as well so more lnav go check us out at lnav.com see you on the next episode of lnav thanks for listening see you soon Cheers.